0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to our round three Dr. Supercoach review. I'm joined this week by Peter. Hey, guys. Um, and we'll be doing a game-by-game game review of how the round went and all the Supercoach studs and duds. Um, how'd your week go, Peter? Um, it went
1: pretty well. Uh, I can't really complain. I scored 2,323, um, uh, which put me into 24K after a s- slower start, um, Did jump quite a bit, so hoping another week like this one, um, and I can, um, you know, jump right near the top of the rankings. Need a couple of solid weeks, but I think I'll get there. Team is looking good. Um, Besides that, I do have to apologise if I coughed during the podcast. I'm a bit under the weather. Um, But moving on from that, how did your
0: (laughs) week go, John? Um, I scored two thousand two hundred and forty-two, and I actually dropped about seven k in ranking. I was ranked 11k before the week and now I'm down to 18 um, Tough week. Uh, there were a lot of big scores apparently. Um, anything below 2300 seemed to kill your ranking a bit. Um, I suppose if you missed out on that Goldie and gorn Rut combination then you were hurting a bit. Maybe Dangerfield as captain as well. Um, uh, the community team, yep, um, that scored two thousand two hundred and thirty-eight, and also dropped. That's down to thirty thousand now. Um, still solid, but yeah, it, it did have the Gorn and Goldie combination. Um, did you get your? Did you keep an eye on that at all, Peter?
1: Yeah, I did. Um, the community team traded in Zaharakis this week, so that seemed like a relatively good pick.
0: It came um, did nicely with hundred and one in a blowout. Um, Pardon? In a blowout loss as well, which is good. Good signs. Yeah, very very solid pick.
1: So good job, community. Um, unfortunately, we had George Hewitt captain, um, <laughs> and he only got 38s. No, I'm
0: just kidding. Oh jeez. Uh, I went with Gaz. <laughs> <laughs> good choice in Gaz. Um, that would have been a disaster two weeks in a row. Hewitt and uh, <laughs> following the Gresham. Um. Yeah. So thirty thousand. I don't think we'll need any trades this week, but yeah, we'll, we'll see how we go, see what the community wants to do. Um on the Zaha ton, uh Port vs Essen was the first game of the round, um and Zaharakis did score a ton, which is very very impressive. Do we um do we look to get him in our teams? He has gone up in price now. Uh I think he's an interesting an interesting
1: one. If you want to trade him in now you're you're picking him as a keeper, not really as a stepping stone. Yeah. Um Look, up to personal preference. If you think he can average 110, get him in your team as a keeper. If you don't think he can average 110, don't get him in
0: your team. Uh, yep. I think it's as simple as that, really. It's up to you with what you think he can go. So back him in or, or just stay away from him, really. Um, Zach Merritt, his teammate, he was impressive. He scored 99 again. He's averaging well over 100 at this point. Um, looking like a good forward line pick.
1: Yeah, see, I'd, I'd be much more happy to select Merit just because he has forward status. Um, and, you know, he looks good. He had a few clangers on the weekend. So, you know, 99, um, his dream team, the super coach ratio uh, wasn't, wasn't good for a super coach, but
0: he uh, could I have easily had 120 fair. easily. Yeah. So I think
1: um, if you're picking Merit as a primo in your forward line, or is it keeping an eye on him as an upgrade target, he could be definitely a good pick.
0: It's just yep. keeping an eye on him. I agree. Um, Matt D was impressive again. He scored ninety five, and he's looking like he's going to go up in a lot of cash generation in the next few weeks.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty happy with D. I mean, it's it's very. I feel relieved knowing that he's on the field, and I don't have to worry about you know some other picks like Mitch Brown getting a nice twenty nine or yeah, whatever thirty eight or whatever it yeah. was.
0: Sorry, um, I think he's got a break even of twenty nine. Sorry, um, <laughs> he's got thirty eight. His break even's. 29 so his break even still catches. negative i think it's a negative 11 break even still Jeez, <clears throat> oh, i don't know what i've written down just ignore me <laughs> um a couple of the other rookies i think Menagerie's got a 29 break even or somewhere around there um but yeah Hartley and Brown were average they um they didn't quite impress like they had in either the preseason or in the first couple of rounds
1: yeah i'd, I'd still hartley's on the bubble um so I'd consider getting getting him if if
0: you needed a back rookie. But there's a couple of options popping up that we'll talk about a bit later. If you started with someone like Oscar McDonald, then yeah, Hartley could be a good trading option this week. Um, tipping Woody, I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, he scored seventy one and he looked really solid again. He's he's going to be your first emergency or last player on the field every week. Yeah, like him. Um. Robbie Gray. It, Again, he scored hundred and twenty plus, and geez, he's been he's been fairly fairly under the radar this year because he's lost that forward status. But he's looking like a very, very good primo keeper, um, averaging over hundred and twenty thus far in wins and losses. Um, have you you've got him, don't you? Yeah, I do with Gray.
1: Um, I traded him him in for Rockliff last week, so that seems to have worked out pretty well, and hopefully
0: Gray can continue his form. Yeah, I would have liked to have traded him in I didn't quite have the cash and um I'm not gonna mention who I did not i getting this. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't great. Tried to be smart and just uh, steer away from the pack who were all going Parker who I could afford and um, I ended up going with uh, Sean Higgins. So feeling that one feeling might that skip one. over that. <laughs> yeah we'll just uh, we'll just move on from that. Um interesting point from this game the Hoff is sitting at 474k with a large break even of 117. He could be a very interesting downgrade option soon.
1: Yeah, he, he's he been one of the most consistent forwards over the last three seasons. Barely misses a game, always at the top of the points scored for forwards. Um, as you said, 474k now, not the biggest bargain. But if he has another pretty average week and he gets closer towards that 400k mark you'd have to consider, at least consider him as an
0: upgrade option there yeah, um, I, I said downgrade, I did mean upgrade um, Sammy Gray is in the same boat, he's at 450k with 135 break even, if you've got him I'd still hold on to him unless maybe you missed Aaron Hall but I mean he's he's looking like someone that you could, you could get into your side especially when Port Straw gets very very easy in the next few weeks yeah,
1: I think his score probably uh, isn't as deserving as it, it reads out. He um, gets quite a bit of the pill, doesn't use it too well. I think if he cleans up his disposal, um, he'll start
0: scoring much, Yeah, much he's um, better. He fires out those hand passes, and I, I feel like the first few weeks, his teammates, they haven't had quick enough hands to even get on them, and he's losing quite a few points just, just there. So hopefully he can turn that around, but... He's to hoping that he drops to around 400k before he does so um, that pretty much wraps up that game, it was a relatively quiet supercoach game, bit of a blowout, bit of a boring Friday night game that's for sure um, St Kilda versus Collingwood is the next one and as a Collingwood fan we won't bring up the uh, results there um, Pendlebury though, he looked, he looked injured he was very slow behind the play didn't really find a lot of the footy uh, did sneak through with a ton, what would you do with Pendle's? I think,
1: look, uh, my my opinion of Pendlebury is that he's definitely playing injured at the moment, Um, probably worse, maybe not bruised ribs, maybe even cracked ribs, Um, playing in the back line so that he doesn't get hurt pretty much. It's all uncontested play for him, um, trying to set up through the back line, but he's not a natural defender, um, even though he's a good ball user. So, yeah, it's it's tough. I don't think he's going to average 115, at least while playing in his position which most people probably bought him for. I think he'll he'll go lower 100, so worth keeping, but it's a shame I've got him and I'm stuck with him. Um, if you don't have him, probably don't trade him in just yet. Um, wait until he looks to improve. Um, honestly, I really think he's going to miss a week coming up sometime soon
0: just with that injury. Um, he is a risk to a get rest. rested soon, yeah. So it's, it's worrying signs. It's concerning if you have him. If you don't, clear. even though he will be very cheap soon, wait till all this um, rib injury is all clarified and he, he looks like he's at his best again and run through the midfield, which he should be. Yeah, um, just wait till he's in the centre. Yeah, very... yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, popular pick in the pre-season. I'm not sure how many people held on to him after his bad start, but to go, he could down an 89, which was very... Yeah, solid. Yeah, well, it was in a loss, and he did look like he was getting around the ball. He was running through the midfield a lot. Um, with their injuries, hopefully, lightening up. I mean, side bottoms back next week, and Varko, and Varco and I mean, I don't know how much go- to go. He can keep it up, but you got to back him in. If you kept in this one, you got to back him in. And eighty nine is a good sign. Yeah, definitely. Um, forward option, he'd probably be a bit of a POD just because of his age and speculative role. But Montaigne scored hundred and fifty. Yeah, huge score. Um, he, yeah. If you if you've got him, then you would be loving it because I haven't seen too many people with him in their side. But if you don't have him, you gotta wait till he scores an eighty or something and drops in price for an, an upgrade target.
1: Yeah, definitely agree. I think the other. Um, Option in the Saints' forward line, uh, Rewalt got injured again.
0: Yep, he was concussed. Um, concussed, so he didn't didn't return to the game. Um,
1: put in two stinkers of scores in three weeks, which is not good signs. But we know his history; he's scored amazing well well over his career. So, depending on what price he drops down to um, over the coming weeks, he could be an upgrade target as
0: iron. well. Um, next game. Uh, Richmond versus Adelaide, and this was a backman's game, very much so a backman's game, we had Rance with 116, Hooley put out a massive 144, Lad was solid again with 91, and even Brodie Smith got amongst it with 107. Um, all of the backmen, very good if you started with them, still probably heading towards their peak price, so you'd wait for them to have a bit of a stinker, but I mean, of, the, of that bunch, who would you be trying to get in the most, at least? Um,
1: I'm a big Laird fan, so I'd probably be looking towards him. Um, but look, they all seem like decent picks. I, I'm wary of Smith after the debacle
0: of last season. EQ with everyone. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, the rest of them, I would be happy to have them in my team, honestly.
0: In fact, you look at those four and... I mean, depending on who you've already started with, what premiums you've started with, you could easily see yourself with those four in your back line and having a good year. So, I mean, maybe yeah. not Smith, but you'd get Rance, and Laird in by the end of the year, almost, you'd think. Yeah, definitely good options. Um, Disappointing performance from Dusty, only put out an 81. Um, people seem to be going towards this whole, his dad's getting to put... I'm not buying into it, because when you're out there playing footy, you're out there playing footy. Um. He had an absolute ripper game last last game, so don't um, remind me. Yeah, why why has that didn't have him? Uh, didn't had to play well against Collingwood, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, he um he ripped his apart. <laughs> um, still got the win though, so you'd be alright with that. It's true. Um, but yeah, you've got to you've got to ride these scores. Um, he will drop in price, so if you didn't start with him, then you're doing okay because you'd be able to upgrade to him. Shh shortly if you can have the money and if a rookie can get up there quickly um yeah nothing too worrying about dusty 81 and he was good as well he was decent throughout the game but eighty-one's just if that's like the lowest score that you're going to be getting from him then you're pretty happy from your forward line yeah just keep dusty if you have
1: him don't worry about it he's going to be in your team the whole year unless get injured or suspended or whatever
0: but yeah he's, he's safe big time um Slowness has started the, the very poorly he's averaging 89 he's down to 540k and his break even's up to 145 um, would you look at him as an upgrade target he is he, he is
1: not putting any sort of good super coach performance um, their draw opens up at the end of round 8 but I mean they've been winning they've been winning games so it's not like you can really blame it on losses um, I maybe the lack of danger field is hurting the scores it's definitely a wait and see I mean if you get him at a cheap price and he comes good, you, you'll be laughing. But if you get him and he just continues to do poorly, I mean,
0: that's a nightmare. So, at this point, uh, it's a risk. List. At this point, it's a risk to get him in. Um, give him a few more weeks to at least show that he can get back to his best. Um, Brad Crouch. Now, you do have him. Um, yes. If he's ruled out for next week, how do we go about that?
1: Um, personally, I think if he if we get told he's going to miss one more week, um, I'll keep him and um, just hope for the best, I guess. Only one week, but it would be worrying
0: signs. Um, what would you do? Um, if I had him, which I don't, and I'm, I'm kind of glad I don't, I, I'm still worried that he's going to come out and smash it. If I had him, I would trade if he's ruled out for another week. He, We know how he is with injury. If he's ruled out for a second week for what they've said is a minor hamstring Strain, not even a tear or anything. If he's brought up for two weeks without, then that's dangerous signs enough for me, and I'll be looking to upgrade him or downgrade him somewhere. Um, yeah, def- it's it's a tough one. Let's we- hope it doesn't come to that. Yeah, well, for all Crouch owners, let's hope it doesn't. For me, I hope it does. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> you. he only scored thirty one. You you kept an eye on him during the game. How are his disposals?
1: Uh, he used the ball very poorly. He actually had seven clangers from eighteen touches, which is an incredible ratio. Um, yeah,
0: that's real bad.
1: It's he lost a lot of points. Um, look, eighteen touches for a forward rookie seems very good. Um, I, I, I'm actually quite happy with that. Unfortunately, um, I'm not happy with the score. Um, hopefully, they don't. Um, hopefully, he keeps playing and they don't drop him, and he doesn't get seven clangers, and can I at least score in the 60s and 70s and still make
0: quite a bit of money. Yeah, um, as far as dropping is concerned, he was pivotal in that third and fourth quarter when they were really coming back. Um. That's when he got a bulk of his possession, so I think he's he's fairly safe in that regard. Um. It could have so easily been a 60 or 70. I mean, he almost kicked the goal as well. If you take out those clangers, then he's looking at 70 or even 80, so... I wouldn't be too worried about Menagerie at this point. Yeah, I agree. Sydney versus GWS is the next one, and I think it's worthy to note that Franklin's averaging 100. It's also worthy to note that they're 3-0, they're versus Carlton, they smash Collingwood. Um, (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Yeah, that's a a bit of a drive-by. But 100 just doesn't seem like enough at this point, considering their start to the season. What do you reckon?
1: Yeah, look, they, as you said, they, they smashed some teams that we won't name, um, and Buddy still didn't <laughs> score particularly well, which is a bit worrying. You'd hope if they're going to win by 80-plus points against some teams that uh, <laughs> he'll at least crack the 100 mark. Um, if you have him, keep him, sure. It seems okay, but I think
0: there's probably better forward options to upgrade to. Yeah, much better around that can, price. Yeah, you can
1: just uh, wait and hope he has a stinker, which he will Buddy. He'll have one really low game and then wait for his price to plummet. Then you can try and get him in and he uh, could be
0: great value for money later in the season. Yep, I agree. Um, next man is the man that I passed up on for uh, Big Seany Higgins. Um, averaging 135 already, scored 129 on the weekend. Isn't Parker looking like a top five mid? Oh, uh, uh, did you see his mark? It's like, incredible. Oh, he, big Mike! He mark. do he, everything. He almost um, killed bloody... Um, What's his name? Isaac Heaney landed on him yeah. after the mark, and he looked like he copped it bad. But yeah, great. I feel mark. like Heaney gets injured pretty much every game. He's, he gets a lot of hard knocks. He's like the specky bag. He pretty much they pretty much just jump all over him. The <laughs> poor guy. Well, Parker is
1: dominating at the moment. He's one of the best midfielders in the competition, um, probably at this point in time. It's the early days. Um, Let's see if we can hold on. If you have him, good job. If you don't have him, you could still probably upgrade to him. He's in ripping form, averaging 135. Um, definitely keep your eye on him. And, yeah, look, if he keeps scoring
0: big scores, then I don't see why you wouldn't get him in. If you're trading any midfielder for any reason, say he held Rocky for another week, whatever, Parker's the man to trade in. And, I mean, I, I suppose if you missed out on Gaz and all that, they're, they're above, but... Parker is just looking like he's in red-hot form and I thought he'd sort of have a bit of a down one this week. Maybe struggled a tiny bit considering how well they'd gone over the first two rounds and GWS was going to give him more of a crack, but he still came out with 129, so he just looks like a flawless player at the moment. Yep. Um, The rookies, on the other hand, really struggled in this game. Hewitt pulled out a 19. If you had him on the field, you would have been gutted. Um, eighteen. Pardon? No, 19. nineteen. No, it was nineteen. Wasn't it wasn't. He might have got a scowling. <laughs> <He> might have <laughs> got <a> scowled. <laughs> point. Um, Callum Mills had fifty-six, and Papley only had forty-six. Um, what would you do with all these rookies? Okay, well, Hewitt is the one with a break-even of twenty-nine. I think. Yep, I that's <laughs> one. Actually, said Mitch Brown.
1: Um, so I'd still hold him if he doesn't get dropped. Um, twenty-nine. You'd think is achievable that being said he did just score 19 so a bit worrying but you'd think you'd back him to beat that and still make you some more money yep um hold definitely papley's gone up heaps he'll keep going up um had a decent second half um first half was one to forget keep keep papley mills he's not really doing it for me at above 200k um
0: very slow burn um if Petrarca or someone comes in in the next couple of rounds, then it looks like Mills will be that first downgrade option. Unfortunately, we expected more, but...
1: Yeah, I agree. I think um, he's probably got well, a week or two left in my team. Um, yeah. they will probably be where he peaks, probably at uh, high 280s, which wasn't enough to start with him. Um, hindsight, probably Oliver or Parrish were better picks, but
0: uh, nothing I can do about that now. Yeah, that's that's true. Um moving on Heath Shaw if you if you even thought about trading him early on then you you're very silly um 129 this week he had a ripping I think it was third quarter where any doesn't matter where he was on the ground and where the ball was on the ground it got to him like I'm pretty sure he was up in the third stand at one point and they still kicked it to him like it was he was a ball magnet and he scored 68 in that one quarter alone there you go he showed exactly what he can do He he's going to be the number one defender in my opinion um, if you don't have him he will still drop in price so he's still not the worst move if you do have him just reap the rewards yeah I was hoping he'd drop a bit
1: more than he did um, he didn't take a massive fall like I was hoping so fingers crossed for me who doesn't own him that he has uh, one more stinker and then I can get him a bit cheaper but it hurts
0: not he, having that, that he, 129 in your in your field. Yeah, he kind of saved himself this week. If he pulled out another sub-100 score, then he was looking like falling right down to 550, 500 yeah. in due time. But, um, yeah. Someone who looks
1: like probably not falling as much as people think is uh, Green.
0: Yeah. Oh. He
1: has a break even of 80, which isn't very high, ah. um,
0: although he did score 52. Yeah. If you can, two of his three runs have been so woeful. Um honestly I'd I'd look to trade him now. Uh, if you missed out on Hall. great. he just doesn't look like he at the very best he's gonna be an inconsistent hundred and twenty every few weeks type of player. Um I don't think that's good enough. Especially the forward line is looking amazing this year. I think Green's a y you, you got massive danger signs on Green at the moment.
1: Yeah, I do agree. Um I'd be worried if I did own him. Um, fortunately, they play a very easy side in Port Adelaide this week.
0: They um, <laughs> got the gimme <laughs> go.
1: Had to get you back.
0: There we go. Um, <laughs> if you want to hold him this week, he probably won't drop much.
1: As I said, break even of 80, so you could just uh, play by ear one more week. But yep. look, if he comes out with another sub-80 performance, just cut your losses.
0: Yep, I agree. Um, he's looking dangerous. He's... If you hold it to between too low and he gets to a, a price where you can't really upgrade, can't really downgrade, um, then you're gonna be in a bit of a strife. Um, plus, you're leaking points at the same time if he continues this sort of woeful yeah. performance. Um, Gold Coast vs Carlton's the next one, and boy oh boy, Aaron Hall continues. He's got a break even of twenty nine, and he's already jumped up. I think it's seventy k already. He yeah, it's huge. looks exceptional. Um, you've got him. I've got him. Are we loving it?
1: Ah, oh, absolutely. I, I couldn't imagine my team without Aaron Hall right now. Yep. Um, he's just been a monster. I can't believe that he's scoring this well. To be honest, I knew he'd, I thought he'd do well. That's why I picked him, but
0: not this well. I mean, I look at him as a you. You'd be stoked with ninety. If he goes up to one hundred and ten, then you're you're laughing. You've you've made a great selection, but. Man, if he, at this point, 110 seems like a pretty low average for Aaron Hall. <laughs> Look, I, I'm assuming he's going to drop off, but oh, big if, time. He doesn't, if he doesn't drop off, then... Oh, well. yeah. You're, wow. lo- you're looking at a very good F1, F2. Um, yeah, he's he's just been exceptional. Um, Gary Ablett's the next one. He looked rejuvenated in this game. He In the last game that he played, he was... Had a bit of a limp, carrying his shoulder a little bit. It looked like he was a bit beaten up. In this game, he was he was exceptional. One hundred and thirty-five. I captained him, um, looking like the guys of old. Yep. He he's,
1: he's not even going to go down in price. I think his break even's only a hundred and nineteen. Yep. So if you don't have him, probably get
0: him in. Um, you he's not have to. Any cheaper by the looks of it. Yep. Um, Jacob Wiedering, squad one hundred and twenty-nine. I don't have him, and I'm still not heaps worried because I. have I think this is a bit of a score out of the blocks, but his break-even is negative 27, and he's almost 300K already. That's That's got to feel good as a, a defensive rookie.
1: Look, I missed out on Shaw's 129, but I did not miss out on Wieterings' 129, so <laughs> I'm pretty stoked with that. Um, he's a gun. Um, I, I'm not expecting, you know, over 100 scores from him, well, pretty much any week, so I'll yeah. take a 129 because that's massive, but... It's enough for me to question, can he do do it again? As in, score above 100. Um, before this game, I'd say it's unlikely. Now, I'm maybe,
0: maybe. Yep. He's shown that he has a bigger ceiling than what we all thought going into the season. We thought an 80 or a 90 was very good, but boy, oh boy, 129. That came from nowhere. Um That's beautiful. And man, he just looked like a 28-year-old prime <laughs> defender as well. It was... He reads the ball so well and he's got a very good kicking action as well. Um, Lonigan, popular player. Um, he's break even 70. He was able to score 75. You've definitely got him. So how are you looking at Lonegan? Um,
1: Look, I'm a bit concerned. In the first game, he got hit in the head. Um, had a cut above his eye in the third quarter. And he pretty much stopped dead in his tracks. He was dominating at halftime um, until that point. And then, unfortunately, in week two, he got cleaned up right in the halftime uh, siren and pretty much stopped scoring again. So he kind of had reasons as to why he wasn't scoring well. This game, he didn't really have those reasons. Um, and he only pulled out the 75 against Carlton. Doesn't mm. get much easier than playing Carlton at home. Um,
0: Sorry, Houston. Uh, Sorry, Houston.
1: <laughs> Sorry, yes, he'd... Uh... I can't, I'm, I'm a bit worried, um, I'll probably hold him this week and see what my options are for rookies on the bubble, um, if I have to downgrade him, it isn't the worst thing in the world considering uh, Tipper Woody is uh, on my bench, I really want to say his name in this podcast, um, <laughs> so that's, yeah it doesn't seem like much of a loss if I were to downgrade him, yeah. possibly upgrade somewhere else, um, probably give him another game if he gets in the 70s again then,
0: oops, made a mistake. Yep, I agree. Um, just a corrective trade would do it there. Um, like you said, he hasn't been terrible. He's had reasons for his his poor scores, but it gets to a point where if he keeps scoring 70s and he's not really having anything impede him during the game, then you've got to look at trading him. Um, Trent McKenzie score. I mean, wait, I'm going to put my hand up here. In the preseason, I said you'd be crazy to pick him. He had one good nab nab game. Um And other than that, he had literally no form going into it. So, um, I'm not shocked to see his early struggles, but now we've got to look at him as a different type of player because he scored four, his break-even's up to 105, and he's only 290k. Could he be be a bit of a, if he goes down in price, quite a bit, park him on your bench type of player if you're trading him in at this point? It would be
1: very sneaky. I think at 291k, he'll probably drop... Um, say about 270, which probably isn't enough to be able to yep. have a sneaky bench option all year, but look if he can have another stinker somehow and get closer to that 200k mark, then I would seriously consider just wasting, I guess, wasting a trade and having sold bench cover for
0: the entire year Yep, that's that's where I'm sitting at the moment I'm crossing my fingers and hoping that he just has another just, it doesn't even need to be like a Okay, it'd be crazy to say that he's going to score four again, but if he just pops somewhere in the 50s and just drops for a couple more weeks, then he could be at that price where you just park him on your bench and forget he's there type of thing. Um, a loop- loophole option, I guess. Yeah, well, exactly, yep. Um, and he w- could make some cash as well, so... <laughs> he could be, a, could be a cash cow down at <laughs> 250k, starting at 310 or whatever he started at. Um, West Coast versus Fremantles in the next game and Michael Barlow came out, scored 99. Um, yeah, ab- The absence of Mundy did tend to help him, perhaps. Um, I think this change was coming anyways. Even though Mundy was out, I think he was going to move into the midfield anyway. Um, he did. He had poor disposal but still strung together 99. Um, I was happy with, with his performance. I was happy to keep him... Um, There's good news and bad news following this game Monday has been confirmed for another missed week which means Barlow should play in the middle but the big man giving him silver service is out for about 5-6 to I think they've said Yeah they said Monday a couple weeks and um, Sandy around 6 weeks And that's concerning because Sandy feeds both Fife and Barlow um, obviously you hold Barlow and Fife obviously but um, hopefully their scoring doesn't dip too much due to Sandy's injury. Yeah, fingers crossed. We saw
1: how Fife went in uh, round one, and that was very worrying. So yep. let's hope it doesn't happen again. Really, it's uh, fingers crossed and hope. Mm.
0: Um, other than that, a rather uneventful game. for vs West Coast. Um, Ross Lyon yep. doesn't like SuperCoach, so typical. Um, North Melbourne vs Melbourne's the next one, and. Boy, oh boy, was there a ruck duel in this one. Um, Goldie v. Gorn, it was a tie. They both scored 172. I think it's worth noting Max Gorn had seven frees against and eight clangers for the game. Um, obviously, the frees against counting as clangers. So one clanger, seven frees against, and he still scored 172. That's amazing. That's a massive score. Yeah. Um, Goldie didn't even drop that much in price, so I think we'll, it's a win-win in this situation. Yeah, I can't believe the
1: most popular rugby pumped out this big of a score. I'm not sure there's ever been a combo this big besides when Goldie popped out 221 last year.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: just massive scores, just humongous. If you didn't have one of them, you just pretty much dropped in the rank almost.
0: Yeah, big time. You would have he would have fallen no matter what else your team did. Yeah. Um, yeah, just massive. Massive from both of them. And against each other, that's they were by far the highest scorers in the game. And they just pretty much... Like, Goldie had five goals. Um, yeah, just exceptional ruck, Jewel. Um, ben Kennedy only had a 50. What's, what's your thoughts on that one?
1: I'm not too worried. Um, probably the game didn't suit. Very windy. Um, he's a goal kicker. And didn't get the chance. well, I mean it was a high scoring game, so I guess say so he got the chances but um didn't. Yeah, uh, only scored fifty. He's gonna go up lots more in money. Um I think yeah, just
0: pop him on your field again next week and hope for a better better return. Their small forwards dominated, so I mean if he, whenever he was running through the midfield or off a wing or like wherever he was running, it was pretty much just falling into their forward line. Um, Dean Kent had a good game, and like, players like that were just snapping goals from everywhere. So he didn't get a lot of opportunity, even though it was high scoring. Um, I don't think it's a concern. It was very windy. Um, he'll bounce back next game, I reckon, for sure. Pop him on your field. Um, it's worth noting Clayton Oliver pulled out a 90 in his break-evens in the negatives. It's negative one.
1: Yeah, boy, he turned out to be a
0: better pick than Mills. So yeah. uh, if you got that one right, well done to you. Yeah, big big pat on the back, and yeah, you'll be you'll be loving that for at least a few more weeks while well, he appreciates some more cash. Um, now we, Jared White scored a hundred. Got to talk about it. Got to talk about it. It's the elephant in the room, and he is elephant sized, so it, <laughs> it's a fitting reference. Um, he scored hundred and twenty three. His break even is one, and he's five hundred and seven k. With an average of one hundred and thirty nine, um, would you like to address this issue, Pete? <laughs> um, just wow! What
1: you know, he, he's pretty much gone up more than rookies, and can, could continue to do so with a break even of one. Um, that's just amazing. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm, <laughs> he's really I'm shocked.
1: Come out, he's he's come out um, just smashing it, and hey, if you picked him, you deserve all the kudos in the world. It's just incredible. Um,
0: would I get him in? No. <laughs> definitely not. I wouldn't not. recommend getting him in. Don't chase um, scores, people. Those massive scores he's already got, not only have they passed and you can't get them, but his um, price has now reflected so. So you'd be paying a lot for someone that's already scored those scores and isn't a guarantee to score anything near it ever again. So, I mean, he probably will. Yeah. Like, let's be honest, he's probably going to kick more goals, but he'll definitely have down weeks. So you, 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 will, you will be disappointed getting him in. Yeah, definitely at some stage you won't be happy with him. So, probably don't do it if you don't have him. If you do have him, just... Geez, keep it call. On. Yeah, big time. Um, the Bulldogs versus Hawthorne. This was a massive game. Really, really back and forth. Goals are plenty. Um, Dowhouse dominated with 154. And needless to say, I could afford him and I got Higgins as well. So, good job, me Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just shooting myself in the foot this podcast. Um, 154 is exceptional though. If you had Dowhouse or are looking to trade for a forward or swing someone from the midfield into the forward line, he looks like a great option. He's he's had a really good start to the year. Yeah, definitely. Uh, 154
1: is monster for a forward. Um, I was a bit worried about his other games, not cracking a ton. Um, but you know they were up there. So he he seems to be pretty consistent. Um. Yeah, I'd, I'd still look to trade him in. I think he'll be probably borderline top six forward, if
0: not top six forward for sure. So, yeah, somewhere around there. Definitely a good, worthwhile trade. I'd go as far to say that I've, I've locked him in as a top five forward. Um, oh, wow. I reckon he'll definitely definitely make it up there, especially considering how well Bulldogs are playing. Um, yeah, I, th- I think he would definitely be in the mix. Um, speaking of top five for their position, JJ... He's right up there, but he only scored a 70 against Hawthorne. They did... I wouldn't say they sat on him, but they were definitely mindful of his presence. Um, Yeah, shoot. I don't have him. um,
1: He's got a break-even of 73, so he's probably not going to jump too much more in cash unless he has another big game. Um, So I think if you don't have him now, you're safe for another week. Um, He's only 452, so he's not even that expensive at the moment. Yeah.
0: Um, so if you haven't got him, probably don't stress. If he has another big game, probably look to get him in. Yeah.
1: At some stage, he probably will have a big game playing it Eddie he had so many times, but um, I don't think you'll suffer too
0: much by not having him um, at this stage. He fell back down to earth, didn't he? Um, 70 was a bad game for him, and it's still a decent score for a defender, so he looks like he's just going to sit in that 70-100 to 100 Range oh sorry seventy to one hundred and ten because he will score over a hundred, um but he's not going to average one hundred and twenty for the season let's let's be frank um Marcus Adams um how much can we talk about him he's exceptional he looks like a ready made gun intercept marker um he's a fullback and he's scoring tons well he didn't this week but he almost did um he looks amazing Peter.
1: He he's massive. He's a monster human being. He's a unit. Um, he's
0: I can't believe a fullback, a rookie fullback, mind you, is scoring so well. Yeah, uh,
1: it's it's amazing. I've honestly never seen anything like this before.
0: Um. Yeah, everyone would have got him in after last week, so we're not we're not going to tell people to trade him in and all that. Um, if you miss the boat, then uh, I'd like to know what your priorities were, and you probably <laughs> need to rethink them. Um. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. He's going to go up in price for a long time now and he's hopefully going to stay around those 80 scores and maybe even higher. Um, hey, if it's higher, it becomes a keeper. So, I mean, wouldn't that be something? Oh, yeah. I, I thought about that today, actually. Considering how well he's playing, imagine if he became a D6 by the end of the year. Um, and with um, forward defender status as well, you could do a lot worse. Well, that's true, yeah. He's got that swinging ability. Um, Liberatore, he, he put in... I I watched the game and he seemed to be extracting the ball a lot but it was a it was a handball in hope and Hawthorne players were reading it a lot better than the Bulldogs players were I feel like he had a game that was worthy of 90 plus but he just stuck in those 70s because of those few little blunders but I mean hold him he's still going to go up in price he's still looking like a keeper to be honest if this is his worst game um yeah not not much more to say yeah, 82 is not too bad.
1: He went at 47% disposal efficiency, which is low. Um, you'd think he can only do better. He was playing Hawthorne.
0: Yeah, exactly. It doesn't get tougher. Um, just, yeah, keep and move on. Nothing to see here. Yep. Um, Sam Mitchell couldn't... Well, he has backed up his good scoring with more good scoring, but he only scored a 97 this week. Um if you've traded him, it's not dangerous signs at all. He does look really, really good, but if you're looking to trade in a midfielder, I'd still look towards Parker and those sorts and maybe just overlook Mitchell for now. Probably Gray, even, in that price range. Yep, that's right, yep. Um, injury to Bob Murphy. Uh, it doesn't... It's not... He's not a very popular pick, so um, people won't have to trade... Like, There's not a lot of people affected that way, how he will affect people's Supercoach, is what happens with Johannesson's role now. Um, how do you think that will affect him, Actually, I
1: Actually, have no idea. It's probably two too early days. Um, maybe he goes back and gets more ball. Maybe he goes back and gets tags. Um, mm. Maybe he doesn't go back and they get in another defender and JJ plays on the wing. Um, I think we're just going to have to wait and see. And for JJ owners like myself,
0: hope for the very best it's up in the air at the moment, and yeah, just, just, you gotta pretty much just sit on him, and hopefully, hopefully it looks good, um, he could just take over, I mean, if you think about his first two scores, imagine if he was the third running defender coming out of that defense, and now that Bob's down, he moves to second or first, like, it could be, it could be really good for him, Yeah. but hopefully it doesn't end up in a tag for him, um, Geelong vs Brisbane, Dangerfield and Selwood <laughs> Show, they were they were both exceptional. They were on another level this game. They were
1: insane. I can't believe, combined, they scored more than 300.
0: Yeah. So, if you had them, uh, you, you're you laughing. Yeah, you've had a good week if you had them, probably moved up in the ranks. Could you imagine having them and the Goldie-Gorn-Ruck combo? Oh, I'm sure be, someone did, and they, yeah. they loved it. You'd be reaping the rewards for sure. Um, Selwood's actually he he did drop in value after the last week, so he's looking like an upgrade target if you have an injured mid. Um, he looks the goods, doesn't he? He looks fresh. Yeah, I I mean
1: they did play Brisbane at Skilled Stadium, so I'm not going to get too far ahead of myself. His average there against Brisbane is ginormous. Um, yeah. It's I can't remember what it is, but it's in. The, I'm pretty sure it's in like the 140s or around there. So. Um, He did did what was expected of him. Um, I'd like to see him do it against arguably not the worst side in the competition. Um, Oh, drive by prison. We get to see him against Essendon next week, so doesn't really help. Um,
0: Yeah, but But if he own him, McCarthy. Yes, McCarthy scored ninety six. It takes his break even down to negative forty eight, and um, well, they do have Essendon, and he looks like a fieldable option potentially over Papley and Menagerie now, so um, he definitely won't get dropped now after that performance, and yeah, he looked real good. Yeah,
1: I'm very happy with him, um, happy he's not going to get dropped, because uh, I was a bit worried for a small amount of time, and looking forward to
0: fielding him against Essen next week. Yep, same. Um, Ruggles debuted with a seventy-seven. he's only 102k, um... It's tough to tell how we'll be able to get him in. If you fail on a mid pricer, then there's potential to go down to Ruggles in a week after he scores um, when he gets on the bubble. But I mean, none of our defensive rookies are looking like they're they're going to peak in price anytime soon. So it looks like it may be difficult to downgrade to him. Maybe if you want to get rid of Mitch Brown, but I'd advise keeping him. He's he's negative. He's break even still negative, and he's going to play every game. So um, yeah, I think. You could only really get him in through a mid price or maybe
1: if you had some DPP midfielders or yeah. you know, Mills. Yeah. Maybe next week, I don't know, some way,
0: something like that. Yeah, move, move a few people around. Um, but yeah, he he looks he looked very good. He found the ball pretty easily, and he's he's a big unit as well. Um, only a 2 k, hundred and two k. Zorko ripped out another hundred with a hundred eleven. Um, massive POD. Same with the other people that were spoken about. If you need to trade in a forward for any reason, um, I'd look to trade in Zorko. He's he's only owned by, I think, 2.6% of teams at the start of this round. Um, And he's killing it in losses, so...
1: Yeah, but missing the first week with suspension really made him um, a unique option, and now he's just, yeah, dominating. I mean,
0: if you can get him in, it's definitely, it looks like a good option. Yep. Um... Robbo, he scored 120, he looked really, really good, um, unfortunately did Copper report, did you see the knock, I think, at absolute worst, he might get rubbed out for a week, but I think he should be alright on that.
1: Yeah, it, it was hard to tell, um, it's hard to tell where he hit Selwood. he pretty much just cannonballed into his face or chest, <laughs> I guess that will tell... Um, if he gets rubbed out or not, and, and what part of his body hits, Selwood's face slash
0: chest. Um, Selwood was straight okay. up, so it was it should be low impact, and I mean it'll be deemed intentional. But unless they unless they rule it as a high contact, then he should be fine. Yeah, I think I think my
1: gut feeling is that he'll get off. Um, if not, that is a sad story for Robert Owners having held him through the injury and then you know getting this on his return. I mean, one twenty is a good score, but. Him getting missing again is
0: uh, not good. If he doesn't get robbed out though, um, very good POD and looked exceptional during the game with 120. Um, now we've got a, a sort of tweet that's come through, and I'll be honest, it didn't it didn't look extremely authentic, but it has said danger um, has a potential dislocated shoulder and he'll be receiving scans within the next couple of days. Um, that's worrying. Um, Dislocated shoulders can be pretty bad. Um, Let's just pray for the best in that situation.
1: Yeah, I mean, it came from Mark Stevens tweeted it, so it's, you know, an official source, um, but we'll wait for the scans um, to see what they say. Hopefully it's not
0: bad because danger has been amazing and
1: that wouldn't be a good injury
0: to have at this time of the year. No, that that would be a disaster. And it would also affect cellulose people as well because... Danger is the main extractor and he has been getting sold on the outside pretty easily. Um, right, well, that pretty much wraps up the podcast for this week, guys. Um, yeah, thanks very much for listening. Find us, obviously, on iTunes, SoundCloud, on the website. Um, and yeah, good luck with you next week, guys. See ya. Thanks, guys.